We are the failures, my friends. Down, down, bam, 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 and we'll keep on failing to the end. Bam, 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 bam. We are the failures. We are the failures. No time for winners, cause we are the failures of the world. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Have Failed with me, Sam Vader. And I once again apologise for the god-awful singing, but uh, that's literally the best I can do. And I would like to start off this episode as well like all of the others, with a short message saying we at Sigilwarts do stand with the Black Lives Matter campaign. Uh, we encourage everyone to educate yourself, to read up on this subject, on systematic racism, and ways that you can help and improve. We only win this fight by actually being active and doing something. You don't win it by sitting on your ass and being silent. So have those discussions and uh, educate yourself, and we can we can make a change. But that's sort of the... Uh, PSA out of the way and now onto the crux of the episode where has anyone ever been in a situation where time after time they're beaten to the ground and and they think oh I shouldn't get up for this but they keep going back for more with a passionate enthusiasm <laughs> who am I kidding we're all failures here of course we have that's part of our our life we keep getting up and trying again but there's one experience that I keep going through at the moment where that is amplified tenfold. I keep getting just beaten to my knees time and time again. And just keep going back for more in some sort of sadistic, weird need for this punishment. It's becoming quite concerning for me. And before you all get too concerned or worried where this is going, um, I'm talking, of course, about Apex Legends. The uh, first-person shooter battle royale game. That is my favourite first-person shooter battle royale game. Fortnite is a uh, shit and for children, and uh, is even bad for them. And then Call of Duty Warzone is good, but you know I can't play as a Russian bird lady. Hashtag Bloodhound for life. But yeah, so if you don't know what a first-person shooter battle royale game is, basically a group of in uh, Apex, your main one is 60 people, get th jump out of a jump ship at different points into the ring, you've got to pick up your guns, pick up your armour, pick up your ammo, pick up all of your loot as you're going around the map, and you've got to be the final squad to, to be standing. It's all against all, basically, teams of three against... And, uh, yeah, time after time again, I go in there and just get absolutely fucked, like spit roasted by multiple teams the amount of times that we i just end up getting third party and die is ridiculous and i get so frustrated with oh they had better armor they had better guns you know how you make the normal excuses like you know i died i saw a meme it was the you know the one with phoebe and joe from friends at the moment it's like i died and that i died because of because of my positioning my positioning where the fuck were my teammates you know that sort of thing it's never your fault when you die it's always they had better armor they had better guns uh your teammates weren't there or something like that i don't have the problem with that teammates because i play with my friends harry and cameron if two of us are online we play duos if all three of us are online we play trios normally ranked because our team the gay Apex benders has been on a uh, bit of a grinding montage 
not montage, just uh, the thing to try and get as high as we can in ranked. Um, I'm currently gold four. The other two, I think, are gold three. And considering the rank reset is... Uh, when this comes out, the rank reset will be updating on my PS4. No, it would have updated. It comes out, yes, the Tuesday, so tomorrow. Uh, the rank reset happens, so I'll get taken down to bronze or something, I think. Uh, so we'll have to grind it all out again. But yeah, so it's one of those things where you literally just keep taking punishment time after time again, but for some reason these games, they get you hooked, they get you addicted, and you keep coming back for more and more of this unbearable level of punishment. And I'm not quite sure why. Like, why do I do this to myself? Like, did, Is this more twisted than Fifty Shades of Grey? Because even she, I think, towards it, I've never really seen. I was forced to watch the first one incredibly uncomfortable don't really know what happens but i assume by the end she's sort of like well mate steady yourself it's a bit weird but i keep going for more and more of this torturous apex experience because i enjoy it i think that's what sets this apex, uh first person shooter apart from the other ones fortnite is you build and get some fucking lego right lego is a better version of fortnite in that case because you're building good stuff warzone it's too serious. It's Call of Duty, so it's like a real war. This one, you get characters, and this is what I like most about it, is the fact that each legend is their own character with their own backstory, their own personality, and their own unique abilities, adding a, a unique team element to this game. As I mentioned before, my favourite uh, legend is Bloodhound, the technological tracker, who recently was revealed to be a woman. No one really knew before that. But she's obsessed with birds, and uh, she looks a bit weird. She speaks with a fierce accent. May the All-Father bless us. She also clearly likes her Norse mythology because she speaks of the All-Father a lot, assuming it's Odin. And yeah, she's sort of a mix of old and new. She uses technology, but she was raised in a land without technology, so she's like a bit of a hunter-tracker. And her, So her abilities are her passive one, which you don't need to do anything to, it's just going all the time. She can see if someone has been somewhere, I think it's within the last minute and a half, two minutes, she can see their tracks. Her, her tactical, which is like a, a level one ability, lets out like a sonar pulse that lets you see anyone within, it's like a, not 180 degree angle, but sort of a little bit in from that, a certain thing, if there are any enemies. And then her ultimate, she sort of, the screen goes black and white. You can move faster and all enemies appear red, so it's easier to see them and you actually see their footprints on the ground. It's really easy to track them. And so I'd like that element of it because this is a game where, Knowing where your enemies are gives you a big advantage. So when we're playing as a team, my scans come in handy as well for my teammates to be able to find the enemies that are shooting them or get the upper hand on them, know if they're coming around a corner, etc. And yeah, so it's I like that one for team play, but it's also good personally, so I can see where people are, no positioning, get in a good position myself. But there are loads of other legends. I also like playing Revenant, the uh, psychopathic death robot. No, literally, he's the one. He's like, I want your heart. Like... I've noticed, I said this with Harry the other day when we were playing, Revenant's voice lines are either really, really sexual or really threatening. There's not really a middle ground, like, but they can be taken one of the two ways. So, I want your heart is like, oh, I want your heart, or I want your fucking heart. Or the other one that's really creepy, I don't like this one, but it's in the game, is a, are your friends nearby? I can't wait to meet them. Like, holy fuck, could you be creepier? That sounds a little bit, pedo-y but also yeah it's definitely what a murderer would say but i like him because his passive is he can climb higher he can sneak and he's quiet when he's crawling he can 
crawl faster than the others. His tactical shoots out a little grenade, a silencer that stops others from using their abilities and does a bit of damage. And his ultimate, he puts up a death totem where you can enter the totem and then you come out as this weird death protection thing. And if you die, you just respawn on the death totem with sort of like half health. It's quite cool. But there are such a multitude of different legends. I'm not going to go through all of them. That'd be a very boring video if I just explained what every legend did. But... Yeah, so the point I'm trying to illustrate is there are a multitude of characters. You've got Russian Bird Lady and Psychopathic Killer Cyborg. You know, that's quite a big range. And then you've got a Hispanic daredevil with robotic legs. You've got a Jamaican field medic. You've got a fat... It's, I don't know where Gibraltar's from. He looks like a sumo, but he's not of Asian descent. Crypto, I'm pretty sure he's meant to be Korean. Uh... There's literally loads. You've got a really... And then the latest character, I think they just went for her design. All that was written on like the the mood board or the way they were planning out her design was thick. But not dumb thick, as in thick. Because they just... Yeah, it's... I think went a bit too overboard with her, if I'm honest. But, you know, whatever. They can do what they want. I don't care. I've got Bloodhound. That's a woman that's completely covered up. It's respectful, and she likes birds. I like birds. Bird, 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 bird. Is the word to say a bird, 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 bird. Say a bird, bird. Sorry. This is what happens to me. I've just finished playing a round of Apex. This is where it gets... It just messes with my head. And this is what... And I think this is the, the brilliance of first-person shooters. Because it gives you the illusion that you can win next round. Because when I say I get royally screwed every game, some games I do land straight away and get fucked up the arsehole by some guy who's got a better gun while I've got a Mozambique, which isn't really a gun. It's more like a pea shooter. And then every other gun does actual damage. Um, but that aside, nine times out of ten, you know, me and the others of the Gapex Benders, which, by the way, it's not an offensive thing. It literally came about, I feel like I should put a disclaimer in here, it's really random, um, so whenever we used to play, you used to send out the, the Apex signal, which then became the Gapex signal, because of a, uh, I don't know how, I think it was a mistype thing, so I, I don't know how it came about, but Cameron accidentally typed Gapex signal, we thought it was a bit funny, and then because it's Gape, Apex Legends, it then became the Gapex Benders, um, because we thought a silly name with no real meaning uh, was the best thing for three people who are just about average at the game and, you know, just, just having fun. And that's, that is what it's about. It's about having fun. But the illusion of the game is the fact that it makes you think you can win. Now, I will say, me and the others, Carrie and Cameron, we do have our fair share of wins. We've had some pretty good wins. I've put some on YouTube, some at this point in time I've got sitting on my PS4 to be uploaded at a later date uh, when I get around to doing that stuff again. I've been quite busy despite the lockdown, which is weird. Um, but yeah, so we do have a fair share of wins as well. We have lots of good games, but that's the thing. A win, a good game isn't always a win. We might have a good game and come like second or third and just get beaten at the last thing. Or even like if we come seventh or sixth and we know we only lost because we were fighting one team and another team come in and start shooting us from the back. <coughs> so we got a bit unlucky. Like, because you know, it's, it's random. You might get bad weapons or you might just get third partied like that. But that's the clever thing with these games is they make you think, oh, I just got lucky. I can go in. And you keep going because you feel like you can win.
But in reality, it's just another way of putting you through more and more psychological torture. And it's weird because I love it. And video games are a way of release. Like, I love jumping into a game of Apex and knowing I can just fuck around with my mates, not really care about what's going on in the game because it's a game, shoot people. And, you know, it's... it's. I think video games, a lot, I think, during quarantine as well, have been a way for so many people, not just men, to just forget the world and just dive into something else. And, you know... And and that's what it is. It is that, but it, it psychologically tortures you as well. I, I'm really in a mix of I don't know if I love Apex or I hate it because I love it because I do have so much fun. But at the same time, I'm like, this is just mental torture. I get so wound up at losing. But then you get so elated when you win. Like when we win, you can hear us over our, on Discord going, like just cheering, like that scene in A New Hope when the heroes realise that they're not going to be killed by the trash compactor and like, woo, <laughs> yeah, we did it. That's how we sound, except we're shooting our guns at each other as well, because it doesn't matter at that point. We don't need to conserve ammo, and friendly fire isn't a thing anyway. But that's that's the brilliance of these games. They just they do make you keep wanting to go back for more. Like, as I say, our ranked leagues, we've gone all the way up from bronze to, to gold, and I'm, I was quite impressed I made it to gold before the halfway point, because I was we got to a point where we hit a brick wall and we just were not progressing. We were going minus... RP, which is like the points you ranked points you get every game. We go minus every game, and eventually, I say I was, I think maybe a week before, um, the tomorrow. So the split. So last week I was silver three, silver four, and I managed to get all the way up through silver, whether it was four, three, two, and one, and then got to gold four, just in time. And actually, I don't think I've had a negative game. In gold four, I haven't had enough games to get me to gold three, but so yeah, it's fun and you do feel rewarded, you do feel satisfied as it keeps going. The game itself keeps changing; they keep changing the maps up. So this ranked season, no, this half of the ranked season, we were playing on Kings Canyon. Next half, we'll be back on World's Edge, but they send change the maps slightly every time. I haven't seen any announcements if they are changing World's Edge for this one, but they changed Kings Canyon a lot last time. So there might be slight changes to World's Edge or a change to World's Edge might be coming in the next season. So we'll probably have to wait for that. But that's another thing I do like about Apex as opposed to the other two main first-person shooters that I mentioned before. There's more than one map. Yes, every season, from what I've heard from my brother, Fortnite changes its map, but it's the same map. Whereas Kings Canyon changes every season, but then they added World's Edge as well. So there's actually variation in the maps you play. So you don't get too bored playing on the same map constantly but you play it enough to to know what you're doing and know your surroundings on the map but you don't play it too much you get bored of seeing the same thing you go onto world's edge on the rotation and from what i've gathered warzone only has the one map as well so that's one thing i really do love about apex as well as well as just the unique array of characters that they've constructed is the fact that it has map variation whereas most first-person shooters battle royale games don't but it's the fact that as i say it has the story there's not a out and out story mode i know there are the quests at the moment with the loba event now she's been added to the game but all of the legends have a backstory the world of apex legends has a backstory it's built off the titanfall games it's sort of a sequel to those in a way and the apex games came out of the fallout of the war in titanfall i don't know much about the law of titanfall if i'm completely honest with you that's something i do want to look into when i when i have time to properly sit down and read through it all but yeah so 
it has lore to the game. All of the characters have a backstory, have something. They all have a reason to be competing in the games. And that makes the game so much more interesting because it's not just random people with skins or spray paint if you're playing Warzone jumping in. These are real characters with a real reason to be in the Apex game. So you get the feeling that you're playing a normal video game as well with the story and characters and you feel like you can connect with these characters because they have personality they have that you get through their voice lines through reading their backstories through their abilities through their different costumes and you see more about them and you feel more invested in these characters because they're more real is that the best way to put it they're they're, they're not just some random skin you're given by fortnite or warzone they are characters they're not just people that you play as which i know sounds really stupid but i appreciate that a lot as someone who comes from character driven games whether it's an rpg like pokemon or i've played a lot of the uh i played the transformers wolf cybertron series i've actually i've played a bit of titanfall 2 if i'm completely honest with you uh not all of it though god of war and you know other games like that i like games with their character you're not just for when you're playing through it. So even when I would say, going back to Transformers, War for Cybertron, or Fall of Cybertron, yeah, on the Team Deathmatch multiplayer part of the game, yeah, you're essentially playing as a faceless soldier in each army, but you know there's the character there because of the Transformers and the game you played before. It gives you a bit of insight into what's going on. As you play Fortnite, you don't care about these characters that you're dropping in and shooting because they're not characters. In Warzone, you don't, care who they are you, you're just random soldiers but in apex your bloodhound your octane your pathfinder your your loba your revenant you, you're these characters you have their own motivations and their own reasons and something that i love that they've done they added recently is that they've added so if one of your teammates pings a, a backpack and you then go and pick it up You've got the option, because obviously you're not always on voice chat, you can play with random people as well. You've got an option to then thank the person for pinging it for you. But now they've added unique interactions between certain characters. So Revenant will be like, I want thank you. And then Mirage is like, oh, okay, if the scary murder robot doesn't want to say thank you, the scary murder robot doesn't have to say thank you. <laughs> He's going to eat me, isn't he? And so they've added sort of unique character lines to each of the characters to give them that bit more personality and you feel more in immersed in the characters as they're actually bantering back and forth rather than just preset lines they're talking as their characters to their characters as well which i think is really cool and the ping system is something that i believe came in apex first and then came to these other shooters afterwards also the respawning right my brother shay he was a fortnite player before this he still plays it now but i've recently got him into apex the amount of time he comes in and goes oh yeah so how do i uh get the uh revive not the revive what is it the um i've just blanked the uh reboot card to the reboot station sorry that was my cartoon interlude there yeah how do i get the reboot cards to the reboot station i was like the what do you mean the uh the banner to the respawn beacon you better call it that because apex did it first right also sorry a fortnite just cop for you apex fans out there have they just copied the uh, the Peacekeeper as well? Because suddenly Fortnite have added a shotgun that you can charge up. Sounds a lot like the Peacekeeper with Precision Choke. I'm just saying. Also, petition to bring back the Anvil Receiver for the flatline in the R301, please. And uh, I would say the Turbocharger for the Havoc, but that's just got a nerf because it's that overpowered anyway. So maybe not do that. 
but yeah, there are so many features that I feel like Apex sort of pioneered first. The ping system is the best one because if you are playing with randoms, which I obviously did used to at times or before we started playing with Harry because we got Harry into it, me and Cameron would play on our own. Duos wasn't a thing yet, so we'd have to play with a third random. And the ping system to say where if you're going somewhere, you can ping to say if there's an enemy, you can say ping a gun or ammo or something on the floor that they can pick up. That really helps communication in a team that aren't necessarily using voice chat because not everyone has a mic or anything. And, you know, but even, say, us three, when we play, we're on voice chat with each other. We're talking and everything, but we still ping because it's easy to then locate where you're going rather than just say, oh, we're going over here. You can ping. You can say an enemy is directly there. You can ping that thing on the floor so they can come and get it. And it's brilliant. And it really helps an average player like me become much better at the game because you can continuously ping and communicate with your teammates through the game. And I feel like this is a good point to... Uh, take a little break to say thank you once again to our sponsors who once again this week are is terrible english are you and king's eyes dot life please go check out the website good at something best at anything they do great blogs great uploads great stuff there guys the when the shop's open that will also be fantastic so please do go check out king's eyes dot life when you're done listening to this podcast or do it while you're listening to the podcast i don't mind i don't control your life but you know what I do control? My legends when I'm playing Apex Legends. And you know what? They probably regret it. Because, yeah, I am... I'm incredibly average at the game. I'm not... I'm not good. I'm not bad either. Like, don't get me wrong. I can have some proper stinkers of games where I just do fuck all when I feel like I'm a useless waste of space on, on the King's Canyon map, just like I am on the real world map as well. But then there are other times where I'm somehow dropping, like, amazing kill games and winning the game for us and i'm like why can't i play like that all the time why 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 is there a variation in how well i play it, it really frustrates me that sometimes i'm like an apex god and other times i might as well be a pea shooter because i'm just utter trash but as i say the team element is very good if you use your team's abilities in a good way it's helpful and that's why I, I say i do love bloodhound because I can just use our scan and it reveals all the enemies that are in my team and I can rush in, coordinated assault, see where they are. It's fantastic. And that's what I love about the game. It has the tactical element as well. I know Fortnite and Warzone do, but there's, there's, there's more to the tactics here. You've got to base it on what characters they've got because there are certain characters like Caustic or Watson that if they're in a building can defend that building with their gas traps and electric fences. So you've got to try and avoid those and there's so many tactical elements to the game and there's the fact that I th I feel like, you know, I'm probably better than I think I am because there are so many legends that I... Well, I say so many. I've got three or four mains being Bloodhound, Revenant, Octane and Caustic, I suppose you can add on the end there. But... So you've got to learn how to play all of these legends well in a good way, a tactical way that works with your team, but also then works in the game. So Bloodhound, you're going around scanning and working out where everyone is, pointing out to your team where people are or where they've been. Revenant, you're really good for pushing the enemies by suppressing their abilities, death toteming up and then just rushing in with your team because if you die, you just get to go straight back and try again. Octane, you just run around like a bat out of fucking hell. Literally, the fast little fucker jump padding stimming running as quickly as you can and caustic you sit in a room set your gas traps up and let people suffocate to death it's pretty sick really 
And that's what I mean. There's such a tactical element, depending on what legend you're playing, what legends your teammates are playing, what legends the opponents are playing, what guns they're playing. Because if they've got a Kraber, you're dead. That's like a one-shot kill sniper. If you've got a Peacekeeper, you're probably dead, unless I'm using it, because I can't use a Peacekeeper for shit. I was playing today, actually. Was I... Was I think I was with Cameron. And uh, literally, I had the Devotion, which is another gold gun, like the Kraber and the Peacekeeper... I went into a room and you started spraying and I knocked down about three people. Knockdown is what happens before they die because their teammates could revive them. But if you kill every member in a team, they'll go straight dead. Uh, but you can also then finish off the uh, downed person with a finisher, which is like a cool little animation thing, which takes more time but can recharge your shields and looks fucking awesome. Or you can just shoot them, but that takes time because they've got a knockdown shield. But you can go around the knockdown shield and shoot them in the back. That tends to work. But yeah, I knocked down and killed about three people. And then got killed by the fourth person while I was reloading, which was a fucking nightmare. This is what I mean. Look, I had such like a heroic moment. I could hear the Avengers theme tune playing in my background. So I was doing like... Do, 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 And it was like... <laughs> You felt like an absolute hero, and then the minute I started reloading, this wraith just runs in and just penetrates my anal canal with about 50-odd bullets. And I'm like, okay, cheers, thanks. It's like, ah, that's that's fantastic. Like, And it's just such a weird feeling. You literally go from the highest sort of endorphin levels and just full of loads of hormones, serotonin in your head, to suddenly being at your lowest low. And this is what the game does to you. It's literally like a shock factor of, yeah, I'm, to I'm on top of the world. But someone just blew up that world. Like, someone just death starred that world as soon as I got to the top of it. It's literally what's happening. <laughs> but you just... There's something addicting to it. There must, I don't know what... The, there's, there's a drug in first-person shooter games, right? Don't get me wrong, I'm not addicted to it like... You remember when Fortnite came out and there was the big thing, like, kids not stopping playing. Although I did see a few mums like, Oh, my son played Fortnite for two hours. He's such a sick gamer. I'm like, two hours? Bitch, please. That's not a gaming session. That's... I mean, now two hours is a good gaming session because, you know, I, I'm an adult and I either have uni or a job. But I'm in quarantine at the moment. So right now I'm going back to my old habit gaming sessions, which are sick, which... To be fair, I'm not doing it all the time. I have other things to do as well, like make podcasts and I have other things I do, you know, so I try and try and balance it out. But I remember Fortnite was a big problem at first. You do get addicted and it is, I think, the thing where you feel like you can do better every time. And don't be wrong, I'm not that addicted to Apex where I can't stop playing because I think the thing I found with Apex is where it is such a team-oriented game, I like playing with my friend. I now refuse to play with random people. I need to have at least one of the others on my team. And if they're playing, we're likely doing duos anyway. So the thing for me, I, I like having people I know to play with. And if Harry and Cameron are on, the other gay pex benders, I've got my friend Zach as well, who also plays, who I'll sometimes jump on duos with him. So there's always someone to play with as, with me, which is nice. And I, when crossplay comes out, I've got a lot of friends who have it on Xbox who I can play with. So that'll be brilliant. And, you know, for me... Because I, I don't like playing with randoms because you normally... Right, this is the biggest problem I find with randoms in this game. Yeah, so me and Cameron actually did play with randoms the other day. We tried to do ranked of all things with people. And this is where I started losing a lot of RP as well. Just, literally, I think I was 50 RP, which is like one good game. 
off win it off getting to gold one we decided to play ranked and we didn't have harry so we, we had a random person and we lost every single time because of them and that's not even making an excuse like we'd say we'd ping one area saying oh this is where we're dropping and i'd be the jump master and that other person would just drop solo and go over the other side of the map and that's like how fucking toxic and stupid is that like literally i'm gonna get a bit angry and ranty now but toxic players in apex really pissed me off not toxic as in oh they're doing a finisher on me that's fine that's not toxic <laughs> we've all done a finisher on someone to look flashy it's fine but toxic as in oh i'm just gonna drop solo or run off on my own then get killed and then just keep pinging like enemy here enemy here i'm like you're over the other side of the fucking map i'm not gonna get to you anyway and you're the one who fucking dropped solo so good luck in your death, you fucking ass hat, right? Like toxic players really piss me off, and this is why I refuse to play with with randoms now. I will always play with friends because I know that one, I've got my friends who I know their skill levels, and I know they can back me up if I need to, and I can back them up, and we work together as a team. So communication's better, but also because you can never trust a random. Sometimes you get, don't get me wrong, some randoms are brilliant. You're like, oh, you're my best friend. You've carried me to victory. I've been carried by some randoms before when I was first getting into the game. Well, this is before I got used to playing with friends all the time. I've played with randoms and they've carried me and, you know, we've had good games together. But I feel like a lot of the time you just get stuck or I feel like I always get stuck with the ones who just want to solo drop, die and then ping and then give you abuse because you weren't with them. But they're the one who solo dropped anyway. It's like why why are you like that? it's a team game let's not let's not do this and then other ones who just ignore any of your suggestions and just like honestly random players i sometimes it's really put me off playing with random people on these games to the point where i will now only play if harry or cameron are on i love the game i really do but i will refuse to play it without harry cameron or zach because it's just not fun otherwise because you get stuck with yes yeah, sometimes you can be with the great people but I find that also, it's not even just... Because even if the, the randoms are good, it's just not the same. I feel like I get a certain joy out of playing with my mates, especially during lockdown where you're not really seeing anyone. I know it's easing up, but you're still not seeing people too much. There's a joy out of playing with people you know, people you have fun with, and you're having a laugh with your friends. And I think that's what really, <clears throat> really makes the game... And then, so that's what makes randoms even more annoying when they're just toxic and they run off or drop solo into the hot drop while you're going somewhere else with the rest of the team and they just die. And then I'm like, why? What's, what have you gained? Especially in rank. Because I got really pissed off when I lost about 50 RP. Because say, right, basically, depending on what rank you're in, you get a, basically a handicap at, at the start on RP. So when you're in bronze, you, you've got no, you just start with zero RP in a game. If you're in silver, every, every to play a game, basically, you have to pay 12 RP. So you start with minus 12. And then as you get it through kills or surviving longer, basically, like, I think it's when you get to 10 squads left, every two squads, you get another 10 RP for surviving. <clears throat> but you also get, like, 10 for killing. And the more kills you get, you get a multiplier on your kills. Um so yeah, 50 wouldn't have been that hard. It would have been just a decent game. But I say, just this string of randoms just... Because <clears throat> there was one where, yeah, we died before the random. This, this so... They hot-dropped in... Where was it? Um, I think it was airbase. No, it was the pit. They hot-dropped into the pit. 
And me and Cameron, we went where we'd pinged as a team. We went to artillery. So we went there, we landed there, and we ended up against in a two-on-three, right? Which it's difficult. A three-on-three can be difficult in this game. When you're in a two-on-three and you don't have the best guns in the world, it's difficult. And to be fair, we fought really well and we got a few of them down. But in the end, we ended up both dying. And like, so obviously it made us look like almost the bad players because we'd, we'd we're the ones who died. But also we were still at a disadvantage as well because we were in a two on three. Whereas this person had clearly just run straight away from the hot drop. They didn't have any kills or anything. And then ended up dying themselves. And like, so that made us look bad because yeah, we died first. But we were also at a disadvantage because you dropped solo because you're a absolute ass hat. Sorry, I literally had to sense myself from saying a word I didn't want to say on a podcast. But and it just it drives me mad. Why are people like that? It's a team game. Let's be a team. So don't if anyone's listening and they're playing Apex and they are that kind of toxic player, don't be to- I don't care how good you are, right? You might be one of the best Apex. You could be an Apex Predator, which, by the way, for you guys who don't know, is like the top 500 people on any platform. So there's the top 500 on PlayStation, top 500 on Xbox, etc. Be an Apex Predator, but don't leave your team behind. Like, stick with them. Help them. Play with them. It's a team game. Okay? It's so be a fucking team. It really pisses me off when you don't. Speaking of Apex Predators... um. What I don't like as well, Apex, can you please fix your uh, matchmaking system? Because the amount of times where, I say, ranks, you're meant to be against people of similar ranks. The amount of times I've ended up and the person who killed me is, like, an Apex Predator. And I don't even mean an ex-Apex Predator, I mean a current Apex Predator. Like, I've been in games against Plats and Diamonds as well, and I'm like, this is back when I was in Silver. Since I've been in Gold, fair enough, I've been only against Golds. But then... (laughs) Other times I'm like, no, 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 that that's an Apex Predator. That's that's fantastic. Cheer, cheers. I love getting killed by a top 500 player. Well, I am shit. And then, then right, you you go into just public match pubs, right? I wish I could go to the pub. But you go into pubs and uh, you think, oh, the skill based matchmaker will be a bit fairer here because I don't have the best stats or anything. I'm just probably average, maybe a bit below average. And no, no, guess you killed me in that game as well. Apex Predators, but the one thing me, Karen and Harry always take away from it is the fact that at least every time we die, it takes a team of Apex Predators to kill us. Like, we've, I played someone, was it yesterday? And just in Season 5, so that's like the last 40 days, they've got 1,200 kills and like 129 wins. That's like more than three wins a day and more than what? I don't want to know how many kills a day that is. 30? Right, I'm lucky if I get 30 kills in what? A season, sometimes. I'm like, why am I being put up against people who are that good? Like, you've got that many kills. I haven't got 1,200 kills in my lifetime on Apex, right? And I've I've been playing it since the start, but I took a big break. I I think I sort of played just before season... No. Crypto came out, and then... I sort of played, yeah, as Crypto came out and then sort of stopped until maybe just at the end of season four. So uh, I've, I've played a bit, sort of, I played most of season four and 
a bit of roughly when crypto came out. And then there was a the big gap in between that I didn't play, if I'm completely honest, maybe occasionally, but not really much. But the point I'm still making is getting 1,000, like 1,200 kills just in the last 40 days, when I know for a fact I haven't got that in my whole career on the game. Why am I being match made with people like that? That's like, that's, and that's what I mean. It's just punishment after punishment after punishment. But occasionally we win and we're the happiest people in the world. And that's what makes us go back for more. They'll trick us by saying, ah, we'll give them this win. And then they come back for more and get their asses handed to them. I don't know why they became German. Um, I, I doubt the people at Respawn are angry German people. If you are, then thank you for Dankeschön. I think, let me think. I don't know. I can't speak German. But, <laughs> and it's that psychological thing. And I think that's what I find most entrancing about these games is the fact that you know you're going to get your ass handed to you time after time after time again. But you keep going back for more in some sort of sadist love for getting your ass handed to you on a silver platter but you enjoy it and that's that's the big thing about it i i might have talked some shit about some things that i have praised it in other elements and i think the guns are brilliant as well except for the mozambique not a gun p2020 is better than the mozambique and the p2020 is shit as well but mozambique is not a gun right and I am genuinely looking forward to the uh, rank split and the new sort of limited time events coming out with a little, uh, whatever it's called, the new bit. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Lost treasures, maybe. Sounds about right. Who knows? In the middle of fortune's favour. But yeah, so I know I've talked some shit about it, but at the end of the day, I do love Apex Legends and I love the experience I get from playing with it. I love the fact that I get to play with Two of my mates, three of my mates. So I mainly favour Harry and Cameron. They're they're part of the team, but I love that I get to play it with my mates. I mean, Cameron's probably my best mate, to be fair. So getting to play a game with him is always nice, especially as I say during this lockdown where I haven't really seen anyone. Getting, but the fact that I've pretty much daily spoken to my best mate because we've been playing video games, and I think that's also the beauty of video games is the fact that. You can interact with people whilst not interacting with them. Like, I essentially see Cameron daily. Yeah, he looks a bit different because he's playing as either an interdimensional warrior or a hardened woman soldier in either Wraith or Bangalore. And I look a lot more like a really armoured up Russian lady with a pet bird. But <laughs> we get to interact with each other. And and that's even before the lockdown. I, but I suppose another reason... Cause I started playing this with Cameron when I was at uni. So in a way, it was a way of interacting with my best mate while I was away in a different part of the country. But even if we're not, even when lockdown ends, I know we'll keep playing this even when we'll be seeing each other again. But it's just, you know, nice getting to, to play with your mates. And so for all the shit I've said, except for toxic players, you honestly can go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and no regrets. I'm shit, so you can call me out if you want. I'm shit at the game. What are you going to do about it? You can't make me any worse. And you can't, you know, kill me any more than I've already been killed. So go fuck yourself, you toxic arseholes. And for the most part, I do genuinely love the game and love the experience I get from playing it. Yes, it's a punishment. Yes, it 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 just breaks me down sometimes mentally to the point where I feel like, what's the fucking point anymore? 
But at the end of the day, it's fun. I have a laugh with my mates as we're doing stupid shit on the game. If we get a win, we are the most elated people in the world. And we're just always really happy and excited. We're climbing the ranks, as I say. Like Gold might not be high to some people when you've then got Plat, Diamond, and then Apex Predator above that. But for us, we're, we're happy that we got to Gold. Like you know, It's an achievement for us because we're not pro gamers. We're not great. We're just having fun. And, and that's what the game's about. It's about having fun with your mates. Not randoms. Never randoms. But having fun with your mates. And having a good time in, in a first-person shooter battle royale that's so weirdly story-driven that, that it really works and the lore is fascinating as well. And in reality, I then can't can't fault the game because it has everything it needs. So Apex Legends, I know you'd grade me as a failure because the amount of times I die and don't get kills and get like zero damage because you the all father didn't bless me on that day but to me apex legends you are not a failure you haven't failed you're a brilliant game i hope it keeps pumping out great content for time to come until fall this year when they add cross play which would be great because i can play with my xbox mates but terrible because pc master race gamers will start visiting my anal canal with their guns on a regular basis just to prove to me how shit I really am in the grand scheme of things. I can't wait for that. Um, but whilst Apex Legends, you have not failed, and even with your cross-play thing, I don't care. I lose enough as it is. Bring on the PC players. <laughs> how much worse can it get for me? <gasps> toxic Apex players. Actually, toxic video game players in general. A slight little caveat for you. You have all failed. Don't be toxic. Video games are for fun. Have fun. Apex Legends, you haven't failed. You are fun. Everyone, thank you so much again for listening. It's been a pleasure to do this, as it always is a pleasure. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode of And Finally, where I will be talking about Martin Luther King, which is very topical at the moment. And uh, do follow me on Twitter, follow the show on Twitter, and on YouTube if you feel like it, and join the Discord. And I'll speak to you next week, guys.